0: WellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives
1: pull up a rock by the campfire it's time for that paleo show with your host sarah stewart steve hayter and the man with no shoes brett hill
2: paleo show making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone i'm sarah stewart
0: i'm steve hayter and i'm brett hill
2: we all know how important it is as part of a healthy lifestyle to include movement and exercise but what do you do if you don't have access to a gym or you're going away and traveling or maybe you just don't like doing things like everybody else How do you get the most out of your movement? Well, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Uh, We've got three people here that um, love getting out and about and are all quite different. So we're hoping that you've got a lot to learn. So I reckon, Brett, it'd be really interesting to um, perhaps start with you because I know that um, you get up to all kinds of different things. You get fascinated and you you do some trial and error. So what have you been up to lately with your movement?
0: Yeah, well, I guess the first thing for me to say is probably I've not been in a gym for years. Like, I literally cannot remember the last time I was in a gym. Um, And really, I haven't even used any weights at at all in recent times. So, this is kind of fitting in right in with me and what I've been sort of playing around with and experimenting with lately. And and that's really been for me doing uh, much shorter exercise sessions, much simpler exercise sessions, pretty much entirely bodyweight exercise sessions, Um, and then... Anything longer than that has really been exactly what you're talking about. It's just been completely um, natural movement, just just getting out and enjoying and doing things. So, you know, simple things. I mean, yesterday afternoon, the easiest example it will be I was at the playground with my kids, and I was just playing chase with my kids. I was just running around after them. <laughs> and, uh, and the cool thing about that is the way I love to play chase with my kids is I just let them go wherever they want to go, and whatever equipment they climb up, over, under, around, I make sure that I then climb up over, under, and around the same equipment too. So, you know, I end up being that parent who's climbing up on the, you know, the rope pyramid and who's going across the little rope bridge or whatever it happens to be, sliding down the slide, doing all of those things that the kids do. And it's amazing how much of a workout you get doing that. And I tell you what, it's amazing how fit those little kids are because <laughs> they keep me going. Oh, they keep they, it fast. They do not stop. So, just getting in and out and playing in the playground is, is probably one of the most fun, one of the most easiest, most enjoyable ways to do it. So, that's that's sort of one of the things. But most of the things I do sort of do revolve around uh, time with the kids because a lot of the time on the weekends, I'll have the kids and it's great to get out and get active with them. And I, and I find by doing that, you know, we can just have some fun, we can have some great activities, some great times and experiences together, um, but also we get some awesome exercise at the same time. So, I've got a whole list of them here, but I might just throw it back across to you, Steve, and let you jump in with some before we go too much further.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the things I'm really a massive fan of is uh, incidental exercise. So stuff that gives you gets your heart rate up while it's achieving a purpose. And um, one of the things that we've really um, played around with and, and we've had great success with is um, the, the mode that we use to get to work. It's... Um, Possible to drive to work, to get public transport, but we live in such a really nice area that's close to the city that we can actually choose to either walk to work um, or cycle to work. And walking for a a minimum of half an hour or more is so good and it really does level you out as well if you're able to get out in the morning, walking home from work. But I mean, if if you're not able to walk um, from home to work, perhaps that's a little bit too far... There's stuff that you can do as well, like you can drive to perhaps some public transport and walk to the public transport from there. Or if you are taking public transport, getting off maybe a stop or two early and doing some walking there as well. So it's movement. It's outside of a conventional environment, but it's uh, just a little bit of smarter, not harder.
2: Definitely, and I think um, like talking about getting to and from work is a really great lead-in to um, considering work itself. I know a lot of people sort of don't think, oh, work, an opportunity to move, um, but as we know, there's more and more information coming up uh, about you know the, how damaging it is to be stationary for extended periods of time, and I know, Brett, you spoke about some stats about that some time ago. And I think it's really important to start considering, you know, how can you get moving in the workplace? I know Steve and I are um, sitting on our butts for, you know, up to seven hours a day, so we make a point of doing things like setting little timers and standing up and doing squats and being the weirdos in the workplace. So um, I think that's a really good lead-in as well. And um, you can make it fun, which I think is so important. You know, get your colleagues and your teammates involved. If they're looking at you like a weirdo, look back at them and pull a face. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I can so imagine you two doing that as well so yeah I mean at at my work I I don't really have a chair where where I'm working most of the time so I have a stand up desk and I find that's great because that does keep me up and moving about and And even if I'm sort of more stationary in the one spot, I'm at least in an upright posture and not causing all that extra stress and loading from sitting down. But it it does tend to mean you move around a little bit more as well, which is really nice.
1: Yeah. One of the cool things I saw that Sarah Ballantyne, that the paleo mum has, is um, she has set up her whole workstation kind of this uh, DIY um, around her treadmill. So she has her laptop there and she does her work while she's on the treadmill. A lot of people say... This idea came to me when I was out for a walk, you know, like because that's the time yeah. that the brain gets to to just um, to not be focused on a task and it gets the opportunity to unwind and wander, and um, yeah, I thought that was a really clever uh, a really cl- clever use of work and work and exercise. Brett, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been enjoying recently? It involves uh, usually the beach and, and the ocean <laughs> and uh, getting out yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was
0: next on my well. There's a couple on my list that I've been doing the beach and the ocean lately, but probably the one I've been enjoying the most has been my kayak. Yeah. So, um, you know, once again, I'm, I'm I am kind of consciously always thinking about what's some stuff that I can do that I can go out and enjoy and have fun, do something I really like. But how can I make it so I get a bit of exercise in at the same time? And and also, how can I be with the kids and having fun and doing stuff? But how can I do that so I can also get some exercise in at the same time? And so. One of the best answers for me that I've been really enjoying lately, I mean, I've always loved getting out in the ocean. I've always loved fishing. Um, I've always loved, you know, being around animals and that sort of stuff. And so I've got myself this kayak. And so I went and bought a two and a half seater kayak so I can actually put both my kids on board and, and go for a paddle when I've got them. And we've done that a couple of times. We've gone down to Port Adelaide. There's some dolphins down there. So we paddle around in the water. The dolphins come and swim along under the kayak. Like, it's a really awesome experience. I love it. The kids love it. It's a really cool thing to do. So... You know that's an awesome workout because you just you're not even thinking about it. You're looking around, you're checking out the dolphin. Yeah, you know you're you're looking at the mangroves. You're just enjoying yourself. You don't always don't even realise you're exercising except for that one time we kind of got stuck in a bit of a current and then I realised I was exercising. <laughs> but, but generally you don't really notice. And and the other thing is like I said I love fishing, so I've lately been getting out on the water with my squid jag, my fishing rod, and and I sort of just paddle up to a spot. Uh, And then I just let the kayak drift. So I drift along, squid as I drift along, get to the end, I paddle back to the start, drift back again. So it's almost like this perfect interval training, but so relaxing at the same time. I get to catch some squid, cooked up some paleo calamari when I got home, which was actually awesome. Um, And it was just a perfect combo. Like it's a beautiful day out. You're out on the water, so you feel really relaxed. The sun's out. You're getting a bit of a tan, you know, you can't go wrong. It's it's absolutely, absolutely fantastic.
2: Brett, are you one of those crazy people? Steve and I went on a dolphin cruise on the Port River, and I could not get over the fact there were people kayaking in the middle of these huge like boats with shipping containers. Please tell me you're not one of those people. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> nah, I haven't really been one of those people yet. No, I've, I went down to Garden Island at Port Adelaide, which is a bit more secluded. There's right. not really any big boats there. So I kind of trolled around there and I've been out on the ocean, but I don't, you know, you don't really need to go a couple of hundred meters out, maybe even a hundred meters out, and you can be squidding quite happily. So I haven't really uh, trekked out into the middle of the open ocean yet, although. You know, I was quite inspired when I went to the Solomon Islands to see the little islanders there. And they would just be in the middle of nowhere, just paddling along. <laughs> and like, But that was just what they do. You know, it's, they're the perfect example. That's just, you know, they go to get their breakfast or, you know, go to get whatever supplies they need. And they literally just paddle for hours at a time right across this open ocean. And uh, it was quite remarkable to see them doing it. And, and some of them, quite old, you know, but, but they just, you know, it's just what they do. Think nothing of it. Really cool.
2: It's amazing, and it is natural. It's built into their lifestyle, which I think leads me to a really important point. Um, when we're thinking about movement, exercise, play, whatever you want to call it, how it feels good for you, you've got to think about the why. And this has been an epic learning journey for me. You know, um, a lot of you know that I started out in, in high school very un, unhealthy and, and overweight, and more importantly or I guess I was really unhappy so for me learning about movement is still an evolution it's something that I'm still constantly um educating myself about and always trialing different methodologies and approaches and it always comes back to the why what's your purpose So what we're talking about today is the the kind of movement that's going to enhance your lifestyle. You know, you're putting all the right food in and you're uh, eliminating chemicals from the home or whatever other steps you might be making, but um, it's so important and I think that really reminded me, Brett, when you're talking about on the water, because Steve and I did some uh, stand-up paddle boarding and I think... Finding something that you love but brings you that mental joy, that relaxation, that calmness, whatever you want to call it, um, is so much more enlightening or rewarding or fulfilling than, you know, slogging it out, doing a program that someone set for you without even considering the why. So, which, um, I don't know, what do you guys think about that, Steve?
1: yeah absolutely the why is what keeps it um is what gives you that more chance of success with having it be sustainable otherwise it's um it's just a a yo-yo with your movement and stuff like that and we've experienced that we still do experience that and yeah it's about discovering the fun and really uh giving it some consideration what do you think Brett?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing about it that's really important is making it easy for yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, that's sort of what I'm trying to get at, I think, when I'm explaining this is that, you know, for me, you know, if it's a day I've got my kids, then, you know, trying to figure out how to get someone to look after my kids for an hour so that I can go to the gym and do a structured exercise program and then, you know, come back tired and stressed and, and then dealing with, you know... It just – it's hard to do that into your schedule. So, you know, it's about thinking, okay, well, I want to do some exercise, but how can I make it easy for myself? You know, how can I do it so I can just take the kids with me? You know, how can I do it in a way that makes me feel relaxed, not like I'm having to rush around and do all this stuff? And, yeah. and that's where I think this incidental exercise is just fantastic because you can literally just be playing and having fun and doing stuff you love. Like I said, fishing for me is something I've loved since I was a little kid. And so, you know, doing something I love and not even feeling like I'm doing any exercise, but just enjoying myself and, and working it seamlessly into my day. In fact, having me you know, absolutely look forward to doing it because I'm doing something I love.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's um, important as well, Brett, because um, you self-confessed are not a fan of, of um, you know, unstressing the mind and sitting down cross-legged in in meditating in that conventional <laughs> sense but movement for you is is your is your meditation movement yeah. for you is your unstressing isn't it
0: yeah absolutely and and fishing actually has always been for me yeah. a big one like that. It's just sitting there chilling out yeah. just that sort of repetitive movement listening to the ocean looking at the fish you know that that's always been a big one for me in terms of relaxing and unwinding so i've
1: loved getting back into that yeah it's awesome I, I get that And how's this for one um, a little bit out of left field? Um, Finding a way to give yourself an outrageously good laugh to have like mm, a nice. really really good belly laugh, and one of the things I really like doing is, you know, YouTube is full of this stuff these days, and if that's just looking at, uh, you know, Cats. cat cat <laughs> cat videos, which is the first go to, dog videos, goats, um, you know, those um, those fail compilations. If you don't, if if you're one of those uh, secret sadistic people that laugh when someone falls over, that's that's, um, that's me. <laughs> yeah.
2: But it's not so secret, Brett.
1: Yeah, and um, but yeah, finding a way to just really as outrageously as possible have a good laugh and, uh, you know, in one session or over many sessions, like, you know, there's there's stuff out there that suggests that having a, a really good laugh and that contraction of the belly... Um, is just as good as a, as a little workout, you know, and, and to laugh as many times as you can across the day, the, the chemicals that that releases in the brain and uh, the, the, the complement that that can really be to your well-being and, and your overall strategy for wellness definitely is is so strong I think.
2: Mm, Definitely and I think when we're considering the why and the benefits and what we're trying to achieve it's also okay to understand that your why will change it's just important to make sure that you check back in with yourself because when I reflect about the different things I've done you know I started off going to the gym and did my Les Mills pump classes and whatever and the why for me then was because I had to get moving and there was a group of people there that made it fun and music that I could listen to. And I didn't feel like I was working out. Well, let's face it, I did. I was actually dying. But, <laughs> but the why then was the purpose that I needed to get to. But now I look at myself and at the moment, the why is because I need to relax. I need to unstress. So my workout or movement changes accordingly. And it's about setting yourself up for success. So Brett, what do you think are some really important things to consider in terms of choosing activities that are going to be successful and maintainable?
0: Well I think probably the biggest things are um, yeah making it so that it's achievable for you I think is probably the number one thing. So sort of getting real with yourself about where you're at, about what your current capabilities are, um, and then get real about, you know, what you can reasonably expect for yourself for the next step. You know, because once again it comes back to I think that breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. You know, if, if you are not currently doing anything at all and then you set yourself the goal of running a marathon, you know, like there's a small percentage of people who are probably going to succeed at doing that but for most people that's going to be really hard and really difficult and for most people they're setting themselves up for failure you know to, to have that bigger jump now you might have a you know you might have a vision that eventually you are going to run a marathon but your first goal needs to be to you know to run around the block or to run around your house or you know to get up and put your shoes on mm. like you've you've got to chunk it down smaller and make it easier on yourself so I think definitely it's about the the size of the challenge you're taking on and making sure that that's reasonable and applicable for you. Um, Definitely about making sure that you're doing something that works for you, something that you enjoy, that you're going to be able to do, that you're not going to feel resentful about or guilty about or whatever it is. Um, So I think it's about finding something that's going to be fun and achievable for you is, is probably the key, I reckon.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely yeah. and then
0: probably also as I said before fitting it into your life you know making sure that it is reasonable that it's going to fit into your life and you're going to be able to do it and, and once again and enjoy it and, and have that have that fit in and be able to fit in and enjoy doing it and feel relaxed about doing it, I think is key as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. So let's get stuck in and give some practical ideas for people. Um, so I'm reflecting on some of the things I've done over my time. And uh, this one gives me a bit of a giggle when I think about it. But at the time, it worked really well. So uh, I want to introduce the idea of sizing. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. it Sounds great. Here it's appealing
2: already, isn't it? Right? Yeah.
0: Does it involve so, like big tubs of chocolate ice cream too? Because it kind of sounds like it might. Maybe lifting them. Only
2: if they're filled with weights, Brett. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so what I mean by sizing is, you know, some people I talk to, their downtime is plonking in front of the TV. Um, and it gives them enjoyment because they feel like they don't have to do much and they get to unwind. So couch sizing you can introduce, and it can be as simple as in the ads, you stand up and do five squats every ad break. Um, You could start as simply as standing up, making sure you get a a drink of water and come back, Mm. or you just set yourself a really simple task and there's so many body weight exercises and i know you're a fan of those as well brett so you think about push-ups squats planks lunges all doable in a really small space um and if you think i've only got to do five it's it's suddenly very doable so yeah couch sizing uh
1: get get it india yeah i love (laughs) it and um one of the one of the things i was thinking of for practical tips um that's worked really well is um again sort of down that incidental uh, path, But stuff like if you've got the op- opportunity to go to the sort of car wash and you've got the automatic car wash that you can just sit there and it does its thing, um, or the option where you put your dollar in by dollar, and you scrub your car with the with the soapy mop and that sort of stuff. Get the soapy mop on the go. I mean, I always did it because I always those automatic things just miss spots. So I just did. Is that
2: mopper sizing?
1: Mopper size, nice. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, that's a really great uh, a really great way to get some incidental exercise in because you're bending over. You know, you have to switch on your core strength to really scrub and and get into it. Um, but also, in a similar fashion, stuff like getting out and doing the gardening, you know, like get out, uh, you know, double over, get down, pull your weeds out, get the shovel out. Um, get up, get, get the... up
2: and get down. Yeah? No? Okay. Sorry. Okay. No.
0: No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a simple ones, isn't it? It's like taking the stairs at work or, you know, I went the other night actually to uh, there's grilled here in Adelaide and they do some awesome sort of low-carb burgers that are kind of paleo and they're pretty nice. And, and they have like a set of stairs and they have an escalator there. And my rule is that I always take the stairs. And I went there yeah. the other night and I've got to be honest, I had a big day. I was feeling a bit stressed. I was a bit tired. And I went, do you know what, I might take the escalator. But I went, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to break my rule. I'm going to take the stairs because that's what I do. And so it's just about just making those little sort of rules for yourself, Having playing the little games with it, going, so can I just take the stairs every time instead of doing it? Or instead of circling around around the car park for 20 minutes trying to find that park right next to the door, just go to the back corner of the car park because there's always yeah. a car park there. Yeah, and yeah. just totally. don't have the stress of trying to find a car park and get a little bit of an extra walk. And it's actually really cool. It's a lot easier. So, you know, it can be just those little things. You know, the other one that I've written down here is I just wrote down, help someone lift shit. That, yeah. that was what I wrote down. <laughs> but, but like... You know, when you see an opportunity there, when someone needs a hand, like I'm thinking of, like I went to, you know, the wellness summit when I'm there, everyone's setting up, and I'd just be like, "Cool, you got some boxes, great, let's go," and I just jump across and start lifting them because in my head, I'm thinking, I'm not actually thinking I'm doing them a favor. In my head, I'm thinking I'm actually doing myself a favor because I'm getting this little bit of exercise in that I really wanted to do, and you know, I didn't get around to doing whatever I wanted to do earlier. So here's an opportunity for me to get a little bit of extra exercise, and I know that you know, I've got to talk on stage a little bit later on, so getting a bit of exercise now will help me feel less stressed and more relaxed and all that sort of stuff and so just look for those opportunities to move you know they come up all the time and if you're actually consciously sitting there thinking where's well, an opportunity for me to move i wonder how i can get a bit more moving into my day you're going to see these opportunities all the time you're going to feel like you're actually doing yourself a favor everyone else thinks you're doing them a favor so that gets positive feedback as well yeah. and it's just a win-win i reckon
1: yeah and continuing on with that brett you've really sparked um sparked my imagination there one of the if you are looking for opportunities to get hands on, to help, to go along to working bees and get involved in your community, um, there's a really great website that's been set up by, by Audi actually, the, the supermarket chain. Um, but it's a, a community portal for getting involved in your community, doing some volunteer stuff. but the website's called do near you.com.au and um, it's an opportunity where you can jump on there. Punch in your postcode and it comes back with all the different community and service organizations that are out there, you know. And so you've got, uh, you know, you can reach out to your nearest Rotary Club or something. Like usually we see them just cooking sausages. But these, you know, these organizations do massive things around the world to help the community both locally and abroad. And they're always looking for people to get more hands on. Um, And to help out with you know working bees and stuff like that painting projects, whatever it might be to help the local community so yeah, why don't you why don't you fuse humanitarian and volunteer stuff with with getting active as well? I love that, good
2: on the inside and the outside. Yeah, Great. win win
0: win win. I love it.
2: And while we're talking about you know getting involved with other people, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help or tell people what you're doing. It doesn't mean you have to turn into an evangelist. But I've had many conversations with friends over the years that have sounded like I'm really stuck at the moment. My motivation's not there, mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do. Um, And rope someone in, and it can be as simple as the most recent one I did is um, one of my clients that I train with personal training um, said to me, oh, I want to do 25 squats a day. I was like, cool, can I do it with you? Yeah, no worries. And now when I see it, we check in and, um, you know, it's a source of joy and amusement and uh, support for each other as well. And it's so manageable. Um, We've set no rules around it. We might do five one time and then twenty three hours later um, it's all about going easy on yourself making exercise a priority and focusing on you know the short-term goals that you're trying to achieve so ask for help rope in a friend Steve and I do challenges all the time yeah but I um, always remember your why and 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 uh, the joy in it yeah
1: yeah grab an accountability buddy.
0: Yeah, I love that accountability thing. I always think, yeah, letting someone else know what you're aiming to do just does make it easier. And people love holding you accountable. They love oh, it.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's always someone willing to help you do that. So. Yeah. Look, I've got a whole bunch here more that, are, that all kind of revolve around getting outdoors and doing stuff and, and often doing stuff once again with the kids. And, and they're just so simple. Like, I mean, just going for a nice hike out in the bush, you know, like there's a couple of spots the kids and I go to regularly that we just love and we get out there and we run around and we walk around and we, you know, check stuff out. But the, the, the next step for me and what I'm going to add into that in the near future is I'm, going to, I'm actually downloaded the app onto my phone for geocaching. Oh yeah. Yeah. So wow! If people haven't heard of geocaching, it's like people kind of hide these little treasures, and they're you know they're pretty just simple things and little gadgets and toys and whatever, but they hide them in certain spots all around the country. In fact, I think all around the world, from yeah. what I understand. Yeah. And, and you can look them up on this little app on your phone and see where they are. And it's like this cool little treasure hunt that you get to go and do with your – or just by yourself if you want, but you can do it with your kids if you like too. And uh, and it's just kind of – I think that's just an awesome – once again, an awesome way to get out there and get moving and just have this like really fun kind of game and activity and, and not even realize that you're moving, I reckon. So, so hiking and, and the next step for me is definitely geocaching. I'm going to get in and do that in the next couple of weeks, I reckon. The other one that I've really enjoyed doing with the kids is bike riding. The kids just love bike riding. And and to be honest, bike riding for me, I I never really owned a bike. I was always into kind of more functional movement and running and barefoot running and all that sort of stuff. But the bike riding came in for me when I was training for my ultra marathon, And, uh, And I realized that I needed to get some longer exercise sessions in. And so, you know, sometimes that meant going out and running for an hour, two hours, three hours. And I realized that... Um, you know, doing that when you've got two kids at home in the house doesn't make you incredibly popular. And so I had to try and come up with a way that I could actually go and exercise with the kids and take them with me um, and obviously have some fun with the kids. And so what I did was I got myself a bike. And so basically I went around bike shopping and my one rule for my bike was I need to find the biggest bike I can. (laughs) Nothing to do with performance or functionality because I needed to get onto my bike. I needed to fit a front mounted kid seat on the front and I needed to fit a tag along on the back so that I could actually take both kids with me when I went for my bike ride. And, And so that's what I did. And so I'd go for these nice long bike rides the kids would be with me. They'd be, you know, pointing stuff out. We'd, we'd, we'd go along the Torrens. So along the Torrens, there's this great little bike path. All along the way, there's kids' playgrounds. There's, uh, you know, there's barbecue areas. There's picnic areas. There's drinking fountains. So we'd ride along. We'd stop at a playground. We'd play for a bit. We'd ride along a bit more. We'd stop and have a picnic lunch. Um, it was just a great way to get out and get active, getting heaps of exercise for me because I can guarantee you, riding up a hill with one kid on the front and one kid on the back really gets you going. And uh, But that was just a really nice way to incorporate some exercise, uh, once again, to take the kids with me to make it a fun activity um, and, and to get the, the workout and, and the enjoyment out of that at the same time. So that was one that I really enjoyed as well. Um, I'm going to keep rolling because I've got a couple more guys I want to <laughs> talk to you about. But the I'm other trying. one I've been really enjoying lately is snorkeling. Um, so I've always, I've never been a huge fan of snorkeling. I think I spent too much time in my childhood in around Port Lincoln and kind of saw sharks and thought, no, nah, I'd rather just stay on top of the water fishing than in the water. Yeah. But <laughs> lately, I've been getting into going heading down to in Adelaide. We can head down to Port Norunga. There's a there's a jetty there with a reef at the end, which is just great. There's heaps and heaps of fish in there. Um, and so you can just jump in, you paddle around, you're so distracted looking at the coral and the fish and the, you know, well not the coral, rocks and, and fish and all the activity that's going on down in there, you don't even realise that you're swimming and paddling around and getting an exercise. So once again, it's just a great way to get some in, incidental exercise in without even without even knowing you're doing it. So those are some of mine that, as you can see, I love to get into the outdoors, that makes me feel really good, feel really relaxed and, and like I said, I don't even feel like I'm exercising when I'm doing it. So.
2: Still punching them out, Brett? Or? Yeah. Well,
0: do you know what? I've got one more. Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> okay, I've got I've, I've my list here. The, yeah. The,
2: la- the last the thing goal. I wanted to
0: talk about is just sport. And and I think sport can be really underrated in terms of, uh, you know, getting out and getting some exercise. And, and the one thing I want to say about sport is I think sometimes people think about sport and they think that it has to be – you know, structured A-grade sport where I go and I train three times a week and I play for hours on a Saturday and, you know, it's very structured. It's kind of hard work. But but social sport, you know, I know you guys play in a mixed netball team. You know, I play in an indoor cricket team where it's it's just a chance for me to get together once a week, catch up with my really good mates, you know, talk about what we've been up to, talk about our life, de-stress, you know, vent sometimes, get some stuff off our chest, whatever it happens to be pay each other out mostly, um, and, and get some incidental exercise at the same time. So, you know, I think thinking about things you can do where you can incorporate other people, you know, one of the great things about that, once again, is that accountability thing. You know, you've got seven other blokes on your team who are expecting you to rock up and need you to be there to play, so you kind of don't have the option of going, oh, I, I just don't really feel like it tonight. You know, I'm feeling a bit, like, lethargic. You know, you, you've got to get along and be there for your teammates. So it gets you up and about and gets you moving. So... I think some social sport is another great way to get some movement happening too.
2: Absolutely. And it's the perfect lead in Brett, for um, what I wanted to touch on, which is make exercise a social activity. It's so easy to fall into the trap of catching up with your mates or your girlfriends and uh, it's... It tends to be over food. That's our first go-to. But switch it up, like catch up and go for a walk or catch up and go and do a yoga class or belly dancing or something We end up on the floor laughing because it's hilarious and weird and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think um, that's a really great way to set yourself up for success. Um, and I guess uh, something else that I wanted to touch on, in a conventional um way. Uh, quite often you're taught to set yourself goals and, and rewards, which I don't actually have an issue with. I, for me, that's worked really well previously and I, don't, I, I dare say I'll probably use it again. But also understand that incidental exercise and joyful movement and play is is the reward you know we've touched on the the spiritual uh, and mental benefits um you're also building connection with your family and your friends as you move together you're giving them the gift of health and you're using your body you're honoring your body um movement is a gift and who doesn't want to be old and and be able to get out of their own chair you know that's that's always going to come back to my why So um, there are a couple of other things that I wanted to touch on, as well as expect up and downs. Like, it's okay. Sometimes you're going to be more motivated than other times, and sometimes you're going to feel like you can tear up a mountain, and other times it's going to be a struggle to to walk around the block. That's okay. Be kind, love yourself, and listen to your body. You've got intuition for a reason. So. yeah. They would be my add-ons. Steve, awesome. you got anything else to add? No,
1: that's it. That's such a fantastic way to wrap up, to be kind with yourself and to realize that exercise uh, doesn't have to be, um, you know, taking yourself to pain and and push through and push through and push through. I mean, that can be someone's definition, but you can get um, a real lot of pleasure out of movement that doesn't take you to pain. You know, there's there's walking. You can just scale it back. One of the things that they Preach in Ayurveda uh, for exercise is to exercise to the point where you can no longer sustain breathing only through your nose. Mm. So, when you reach that point where you'd have to open your mouth to to start gasping for air, then back it off, you know, and then work back up to that again. So, there's lots of really great ways you can be gentle with yourself with exercise.
2: Yeah, and I think finally, the last point that I wanted to, to add, which sprung to mind while you're talking, Steve, for some people, exercise is really overwhelming and even if you you know it might be as much as standing up and sitting it down from your chair is too much um you know start small you can squeeze the muscles of your shoulders together Mm. um you can squeeze your calf muscles you can start from your toes squeeze and release all the way up so it's always doable you've just got to find how and remember to to be joyful in it so i mean i hope that you guys at home have got some good tips there um Let's you know keep the conversation going. Have a chat to us on Facebook and uh, tell us what you think. And I'd love to to see some videos or, or hear about what you do. Um so also on our instagram you know tag us that paleo show so we hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did and are feeling a bit inspired to get out there and get moving um remember you can join the conversation and we really want you to by liking that paleo show on facebook and following us on instagram until next week continue to share your story and help to grow the paleo tribe worldwide